There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, welcome to the Horse Hour podcast. I'm Amy Frost and my guest today is Georgina Crossman. Georgina is the director of the National Equine Forum, an event that's taking place this Thursday in London. 250 of the top industry experts get together every year to talk about the future of the industry. And Georgina's going to share who the guest speakers are, from Professor Sue Dyson at the Animal Health Trust to Alan Hiscox, who's the director of safety for the British Horse Society. She's also going to share how you can get involved. This is Horse Hour. Welcome to the Horse Hour podcast. We're talking about the National Equine Forum today. It's an event that I've been raving about since last year. The speakers were incredible. So we're joined today by Director of the NEF. Her name's Georgina Crosman, and I like to call her the Chief Organiser. How are you, George? Hi, Amy. It's great to hear from you. Um, and, and yeah, we're really excited about the National Equine Forum this year and talking to your listeners about it. It's an event which you've got 250 of the top experts in the country, in the industry, all get together in one room and talk about how we can shape the future of the equestrian industry. But you've been going a really long time, isn't it? Over 20 years? Yes, this year is our 26th year, which is amazing. It was set up in the early 90s and basically to try and bring the industry together and people together from from the sector to talk about things that they're interested in and we're non-political so we we are not affiliated to any organization but it basically provides an opportunity um, for for people within the sector to get together and discuss the issues of the day Um, so we're really excited it's Thursday the 8th of March. You have some incredible people that champion the NEF Uh, you include the DEFRA minister he's going to be there. Yes we're we're very lucky Um, Um, For a number of years, we've had a minister from DEFRA come and speak. Um, So this year, we're kicking off with Lord Gardner, who spoke last year. Actually, he's coming back again this year, which is is really lovely. So it's not just a case of a a few people that are getting together every year just to have a little chat and a natter over coffee. You know, you you are really talking to the high levels of government. When you look at your committee, you know, you're the chief organiser because you put the whole event together. But on your committee, how many people do you have? We have 14 people on the committee. We have a, a wide variety. So, um, for example, we have Rolly Owers, who is from World Horse Welfare. We have Lynn Peterson from the British Horse Society. And we have Claire Williams from the British Equestrian Trade Association. Our chair is Tim Brigstock. And our vice chair is Pat Harris. I feel a little bit ingenuous now by not mentioning everybody else who's on the committee. <laughs> but people are on the committee basically to 
represent a sector or, or a section of the the equestrian sector so we try to make sure that all the sectors are are represented in some shape or form and the way that it runs is you have speakers that that talk about their part of the industry throughout the day last year sue dyson oh my goodness her speech was just I almost wanted to call it a lecture. It was amazing. And it was on the way that tack is used and how it can affect the horse's performance and also the horse's muscles. Completely mesmerising. So who do you have on your speaker list this year? Well, we're very lucky to have Sue actually coming back again this year. Um, she's she's coming back. She talked about particularly about saddle fit last year, which is very, very important to make sure that, that saddles are, are fitting um, correctly and the, the weight is distributed evenly and all, all of those different things and this year she's coming to talk about um, rider weight and rider to horse body weight ratios basically and the impact that that has on equine gait and behavior um, they've been doing a pilot study at the animal health trust which has been funded by about 14 different sponsors they've got a lot of people a lot of organizations involved in it and she's she's giving a basically an, an overview of that study which is really exciting we kick off as i said just now with Lord Gardner talking about the DEF review. We've then got um, Jeanette Allen and Lynn Peterson doing a bit of a, a double header talking about how the equestrian sector speaks to the government and a new organisation that's being formed from the UK Equine Sector Council for Health and Welfare and the British Horse Industry Confederation. We've then got Stuart Everett coming back to give us an update on the Central Equine Database, particularly talking about what owners can expect from the Central Equine Database when it's launched. And that's being followed by John Bourne, who also works for DEFRA, who is talking about livestock traceability and the livestock improvement programme. That might sound like it's not relevant at all to horses, but there is actually a link with the Central Equine Database and it will be very interesting to see what he covers. We're then going on to the panel discussion, which is I'm very excited about that this year because um, with the live streaming, which we'll talk about in a minute, people are going to get an opportunity to get involved if they want to. But our panel discussion is entitled Potential Solutions to the Challenges Facing small equestrian businesses oh how long have you got for that we need about well, a day i think yeah, the challenges we that do. we face <laughs> i think we could do the whole day on that if we wanted to <laughs> we've tried to condense it into into an hour it's being chaired by the right honorable dame caroline spellman mp who is also the chair of the all-party parliamentary group for the horse which is a, a very important group that champions the horse if you like within parliament so really key mm. we've got four questions that we're going to look at which cover business rates, which is a very important topic, um, communication and particularly the new general data protection regulations, health and safety and safeguarding, and then also the retention of staff. Some of those topics may sound a little bit dry, but our four panellists all have really good examples of things that they kind of examples of how they've overcome problems in those areas. Do you know, George, nothing can seem dry when it comes to business. We're faced with so much that we have oh. to contend with. And sometimes it can be a little overwhelming So yes. to be able to see people and, and hear from experiences and stories of where they've been through it and how they got through it, I think will be really beneficial. Yeah. So we, we've got two people who work directly with horses. So Carol Carol Andrews, who's the owner of Wimbledon Village Stables, and Nick Gauntlet, who is the director of Cheskin Farm and Stud. Um, some of your listeners may be familiar with, with both of those people. We've then got two people who kind of work in ancillary industries 
Um, so Victoria Highfield, who runs online for Equine, and Emma Williams, who's the director of fundraising at World Horse Welfare. So they've all got really good understanding of the sector. And um, we had a telephone conference earlier this week talking about the panel discussion. And it, it's, they've got some really great things to say. So I'm very excited to, to get that out there mm. um, and for people to see it. Great. So that's the morning session. And then what happens in the afternoon? Yeah, we've got, we actually got one more person in the morning. So we're closing with Nick Rust from the British Horse Racing Authority, who's talking about the vital role of equine welfare and its perception within British racing, that which again really is a very important topic. Yeah. And I'm very interested to, to see what he says and um, what comes out of that, that session. Yeah because sadly racing doesn't have that much of a good perception does it in the public eye I think there's a lot I'd like I'd like to hear from him to see how much is the truth and how much of myths as to what we hear that goes on yes I think you always have to be careful what what you hear um, and what you read and and always do your research to make sure that 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 is actually correct because things can very easily be made more of than than necessary Mm. Um, but I think Nick actually coming in and talking about this topic is really important so yeah I'm pleased to that he's that he's going to be with us and so then everybody breaks for lunch we have a little natter cup of tea and then what happens in the afternoon so in the afternoon we've got some really great sessions um we're actually kicking off by talking about equestrian safety so I'm really keen that we get as many people onto onto this as possible we have Alan Hiscox from the British Horse Society who's talking about their driver awareness uh, work that the British Horse Society have done, which is really great. And he's going to be talking about some annual statistics that have not yet been released, which I'm really excited to see what they are. I haven't seen them yet, so that's exciting. Professor Michael Gilchrist from the University of College Dublin is talking about uh, research and development in hat design, particularly about dealing with rotational impact. And that's not just about horse riding helmets, but also about the work that they've done with other sports as well, for example, cycling. Um, so there are 12 or 13, quite quite a few PhD and master's students working on this project in Europe. And it's really exciting to see what they're doing. We've then got Sam Watson from Equi Ratings talking about the use of data to manage risk in equestrianism. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, really exciting. The data's been used um, in eventing and it's now being used in endurance and other sports as well. Yeah, but they, so they can, they're looking at predicting horses performance which is incredible yeah they are they're really using data to to try and actually figure out how to how to help with that management of risk but also for lots of other things as well which is very interesting to see how how that moves forwards Mm -hmm. and then the final session in in that little block is from Jonathan Clissold who's the national safety officer from British Eventing and he's actually talking about safety and eventing in kind of a broad focus so global really rather than just in this country although he, he is from British Eventing. Um, so he'll be talking about frangible pins, how they use, how British Eventing and how other countries use that data that comes from equi ratings. He also has some input into Michael Gilchrist's project as well. So that will really kind of pull those things together. But I'm really excited because safety is very important. And actually, before all of that starts, we're going to briefly cover Beavers Don't Break Your Vet campaign. So the British Equine Veterinary Association's very important campaign that was launched a couple of weeks ago, basically trying to help people look at their horses who are needle shy and things like that so that trying to to help the vet um, and make vets less likely to become broken, which is very Mm. important. 
Yeah, because vets, we, you know, they go, they have a risky job as well. You can't, they do. You need to be able to get to a, a, a crazy horse before you can sedate them. Exactly. So, um, I, do, I do feel for them. That's a brilliant campaign run by Beaver. Yes. And what's really exciting, George, is that for 25 years, this has been a closed forum. You've either had to be invited to be there or you've had to apply to be able to get um, your hands on one of a very few few amount of tickets. So this year it's really exciting because you are making the National Equine Forum available to the masses and not only that, you get the chance to ask questions which NEF will then put forward to the panel and to speakers. Yeah, so we are we are very excited and I'm personally very excited about this um, because we are going to live stream this for the very first time. Now we have quite a few plans with the live streaming in terms of how people can submit questions and then also what we do with it afterwards so we don't want this just to be a case of the people who are who are watching the live streaming watching it and hopefully enjoying it but also they will be able to put questions forward and they will be able to do that via our social media channels so through facebook and and our twitter account but also by horse hours social media accounts as well and we're aiming for each question slot to take one question from social media and actually one of our questions that's going into the panel discussion has come from social media as well already. We opened it up on social a couple of weeks ago. So it's a really good example of how you can get involved. It's brilliant. It means that you get the opportunity to ask whatever you want. So pop on Twitter or on Facebook or on Instagram, whatever you want to do to get your question across, just use hashtag NEF18 and hashtag horse hour. We can only select a couple of questions. So they can't all be used because obviously the forum's so busy and the speakers will be speaking all day. Um, so really think hard about your question. What is it that you'd like to get across? And um, and then watch the live stream to see if your question gets answered. Brilliant. We're, we're so excited that people are going to be able to do this. It's going to be great to see what comes in over social media. Well, it's nice to hear people's opinions as well. And I think at grassroots level, we quite often miss out on the opportunity of what goes on in these big forums and big meetings when people who I like to look at as the parents of the industry are making decisions on our behalf and we all have an opinion when you know we're at the yard and we're, we're talking to our friends and we're maybe on a hack we've all got an opinion on what's going on. George it sounds like a really good lineup. Yes, I mean, we've, we've got four four more speakers as well that we haven't covered yet, or three more speakers as well Ooh, that we haven't okay. covered. So after we've done the equestrian safety slot and we've had our questions to the, the four speakers in the, in the form of a panel, we've got a short break and then we're going to look at our two topical slots. Now, topical slots are very short, sharp, five-minute slots and we don't actually take questions for them. Um, but the first one's looking at rural crime and we've got Chief Constable Dave Jones who's from the National Police Chiefs Council and is also the Chief Constable of North Yorkshire Police coming to talk about a new rural crime strategy which is really exciting because it's the first time really that rural crime has been brought this far up the agenda and there's going to be a strategy for it. Um, we've also got Nigel Oakley who is a heavy horse ambassador from the Rare Breed Survival Trust talking about heavy horses and their role basically now so that we, we don't want to lose them, they're an important part of our heritage 
Um, and actually, the roles that they can play are quite broad um, in in terms of, of what we can actually do with them within the sector. Nigel is a real heavy horse man. He's got um, a lot of horses at home. He uses Suffolk punches on his farm. So we're really looking forward to hear what, what he says. He's being followed by uh, Dr. Sue Dyson. We, we talked a little bit about her already, but talking about the influence of, of rider to horse weight, horse body weight ratios on equine gait and behaviour and her the results of her pilot study into that. And then we close with the memorial lecture, which this year is being given by Jim Green, who um, won the Sir Colin Spelling Award last year. And he's talking about equine emergency rescue and how you kind of manage risk within that and, and also meeting what people need in, in that in that whole emergency scenario, which can be very frightening and traumatic. So, yeah, really excited about our speakers. It's going to be a, I hope it, well, I hope it's a cracking day and everybody enjoys it. It sounds like it'll be a great day, George. And Jim is just such an incredible man. He's just come back from California working on some of the bushfires and he helped with the flooding as well. So if, any, yes. if anybody knows about, you know, how to rescue horses safely in a in a team, you know, working with the other services as well, then, then that's definitely him. And interestingly, when he won, he won the Sir Colin Spedding Award last year, yep. uh, which means you would have nominees for this year. Who are they? So we're really, really delighted with both of these. Um, the first person is Dr. Simon Curtis, who is a farrier um, from Newmarket. He's He's got stacks, oodles of experience of um, farriery. And he, I think it's kind of over 40 years, 45 years um, so we're really excited because he's he's actually done a lot of work um, and farriers and farriery is very important. The old saying "no foot, no horse" is very true. Um, we have to make sure our horses' feet are looked after well. And then the mm. second finalist is the British Grooms Association, and oh, really? which is amazing. Yeah, and this is this is really good because the B- BGA actually came out of a presentation that Lucy Catan gave at the forum back in two thousand and three. So 15 years ago now, um, she actually stood up at the forum and, and gave a presentation about the importance of the role of the groom um, and how we couldn't, the sector wouldn't exist with, without the grooms. Mm. So, yes, we're very, we're delighted with both of our, our finalists because they're both very deserving. That's a tough one because, oh my goodness, Lucy is just so incredible. The support that she's given for grooms over the years is amazing. And then Simon, you know, he's been working as a farrier for all those years. And I know that he works on yes. remedial work. So, oh, that's a really tough choice. Who makes the decision? So we have a, a subcommittee within the within the group who actually works on the short list and then the committee as a whole makes a decision about who, who is the winner and who is the, the finalist. Oh, tough choice. I don't envy you for that one. I'd give it both I'd give it to both of them. Ideally we, we if we could we would. <laughs> So, well, this is this is brilliant, George. I think it's going to be really exciting. You can watch the live stream via your website, which is nationalequineforum.com. Yes. Follow them on Twitter, NatEcForum. We will be updating everything on Horse Hour. So if it's easier, just have a look at Horse Hour. We'll retweet. We'll be sending you um, pictures of what's going on, live tweeting updates. Um, but it would be great if you can watch the live stream and then input your questions. Don't forget to use the hashtag, hashtag NEF. 18 hashtag horse hour and then to add 
there's a selection of podcasts for you to listen to throughout the day of some of the guest speakers. So if you don't have time to watch all the live stream, maybe you want to catch up later, then you can hear, uh, I'll be speaking to Jim Green, who won the Colin Spedding Award, Alan Hiscox from the British Horse Society, he's the Director of Safety. I also speak to Jonathan from British Eventing about safety, Sam Watson from Equi Ratings, and Lynn and Jeanette Allen as well. As There's a few others there, I, you know, there's too many for me to name, but they'll be going out on Twitter all day too. So there's so much for you to get involved with the National Equine Forum. Well, George, thank you so much. Thank you for organising this forum. I'm really excited. It's Thursday, the 8th of March. And um, and if you can't remember all the information that we've given you today, then just head to nationalequineforum.com. Thanks, George. Thanks so much, Amy. We're looking forward to it and we'll see you very soon. Ooh, see Bye-bye. you then. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I am so excited about the National Equine Forum on Thursday. It's our one unique opportunity to get to hear from some of these experts. And your mind must be going crazy with questions. What do you want to ask Sue Dyson? You can ask her anything. Maybe you have an opinion about rider safety and how we can be safer on the roads. Then tweet your question. Just use the hashtag NEF. 18 and hashtag horse hour i can't wait to see what you're talking about your opinion counts for everything i hope you have a really good week with your horse and i'll speak to you from london from the national equine forum on thursday speak to you soon you've been listening to horse hour join the community on twitter mondays 8 p.m uk time 3 p.m eastern by using the hashtag horse hour follow amy at amy stevenson one and subscribe to us on acast itunes stitcher and player fm Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.